Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. Just when we thought supply chain problems were going to subside, we're being hit with a fresh wave of problems. On today's show, we're going to take a deeper look at one of those problems that's plaguing supply chains. And on tomorrow's show, we're going to take a deep dive and look at one other issue in supply chain. The first is the congestion at the Port of Los Angeles and Long Beach. In order to understand where the problems are in Los Angeles and not seaports on the East Coast, you have to understand how ships are loaded and unloaded. When a container ship passes through the Panama Canal, it usually makes several stops along the Gulf Coast and the eastern seaboard. A ship might stop in Tampa, then Savannah, Georgia, then Philadelphia or Newark, before crossing the Atlantic for Europe. At each port, the ship might unload maybe 20% of its cargo and then pick up a bunch of empty containers to return to its owners. There are different types of containers being shipped around the world. Some are owned by the shipping company, some are owned by the land-based business, and some are leased containers that belong to a leasing company. What happens to those empty containers depends on the instructions from the owner of the container. So when things are working efficiently, containers get emptied fairly quickly and are returned to the port so they can be loaded onto the next ship heading back to the port of origin for the container. But when things are not working efficiently, then the empty containers will miss their shipping slot and they'll sit in the yard at the seaport. These containers could stack wherever there's space, and right now, the port of Los Angeles is operating at over 90% of capacity compared with normal occupancy in the mid-60s. While that sounds like it should not be a problem, if you understand queuing theory, you understand that delays multiply above two-thirds occupancy. Let's imagine you're a truck driver and you show up at the port to pick up a container to deliver to Walmart or Costco. But because the port is so congested, the container is not ready and waiting for you. The specific container you're here to pick up is buried under four other containers at the bottom of a stack. So you need to wait for the other four containers to be moved. But there's no place nearby to put the other four containers, so they have to go hunting for space to stash those four containers while they extract the one container that's ready to be delivered. The net result is taking way longer. The driver's left waiting for a long time. Instead of the driver completing the usual two to three deliveries per day, they're sometimes only getting one delivery today and sometimes zero. It's not that we have a shortage of drivers. The problem is that we're not making efficient use of the drivers we have. The other major difference is that at the ports of Long Beach and Los Angeles, a ship might unload its entire cargo of 7,000 containers all at once. as compared with offloading maybe 20% at the other seaports. The net result is massive congestion. Operating the port 24 hours a day is not the solution. The solution can be found only by coordinating disconnected businesses and entities that are not used to collaborating. Not only that, but the systems required to enable that collaboration are not integrated and they don't talk to each other. We keep hearing about the shortage of containers. Well, there is not an actual shortage. There's a shortage of containers where they're needed, and there's a surplus of containers where they're in the way. There is a surplus in places like Los Angeles and in New Jersey. The shortage is where they're needed at the factories in Asia. The entire problem is a logistics problem that can only be solved with collaboration. But before the problem can be solved, the empty containers need to go to a staging area outside the port. Perhaps they need to be reloaded on ships at another location where there's more capacity. Somehow, that congestion needs to be relieved before the problem can be solved. The problem's analogous to a traffic jam that is merely caused by abnormally high volume of cars. There doesn't need to be an accident or another disruption. All it takes is for the volume on a highway to exceed about 60% of its capacity, and as soon as that happens, the delays increase and the capacity of the highway is reduced far below the throughput experience 
at that 60% of capacity. You need to drop the volume of cars far below 50% in order to reestablish the flow and restore capacity. In the case of a traffic jam, it usually occurs during rush hour. Fortunately, the demand drops in the evening, and a few hours later, the highway is functioning again. But the seaports are not getting any such reprieve. There's over 100 ships waiting to dock off the coast of California, and there's no obvious change in that process that will create the break necessary to restore order and efficiency to the operation of the seaports. The only way this will get solved is if government steps in with the right skills. But since government's not typically associated with efficiency, my feeling is that this supply chain crisis will not be solved anytime soon. Once you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.